Would you consider yourself strange? Do you ever find yourself not quite fitting in with those around you, whether you like it or not? Do you have any weird interests or hobbies that get you confused stares every single time you mention them? If so, you've come to the perfect place. I'm Ruya Yaman, and this is Oddballs, a podcast dedicated to unique and eccentric people that aren't afraid to express themselves, even when it's frowned upon by those around them. In this episode, we're going to be diving deep into the concept of individuality and why it often has negative connotations tied to it. To elaborate on this, I sat down with Dr. Greg Henriquez, a professor of graduate psychology from James Madison University. Psychology's got a lot of different ideas in it, and my interest is in, is there a way to knit those ideas together in a way that makes a little bit more coherent sense overall? I wanted to get a deeper understanding of why these peculiar people were often outcast by the rest of society and to understand if there were any psychological patterns behind it. But first, I had to start with the basics. So what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear someone mention the term oddball? The word that comes to mind is deviant. And basically what that means is you step outside of the norm. You know, we're very herd-like creatures in some ways. That is, we sort of go along, and there are a lot of good reasons to go along. But there's always a tension between going along with the herd and being your own individual self. As well as the internal conflict that this creates, society also has many negative impacts on the people in question. Everywhere you look, societies always have this tension between conformity and individuation and deviation from the norm. There's absolutely always going to be some degree of tension uh, between trying to people that sort of emphasize conformity, people that emphasize the exploration. Those individuals that are on the edge, they're vulnerable to be calling oddballs uh, by those that are trying to maintain. And so when I hear the term oddballs, I hear it sort of as when it's meant in a negative, it's the way more conforming people look at non-conforming people in sort of a judgment sense. Now, I think here we're taking ownership over the word, basically being like, hey, we're oddballs and we love it. Deal. I definitely agree. When I think of the term oddballs, I think of people who, yes, are usually deemed strange, but actually take pride in it and enjoy being cast as different from others. However, sometimes it does get challenging to balance out the pursuit of individuality and the instinctual desire to just fit in. I've always been somebody that looks to authority and challenges it. So my disposition is to be pretty inclined for challenging authority and exploring those kinds of issues. So I, at the same time, I also do appreciate the need for some degree of order. I've lived in some places and worked with some people who lived unbelievably chaotic lives. We were so keen to uh, break down convention or just be different that they fail to realize the constraints that are needed at times. So for me, the main thing that I would emphasize is we want to think about these things in dialectical terms, basically like yin and yang. And when we think yin and yang, we think about the healthy tension between individuals that push the envelope to explore new ways of thinking, the edge of culture, and individuals that are trying to hold on what traditionally worked. And that effective balance is really where a lot of the most adaptive dynamic energy is. So I try to embrace the tension between those. Right. It's definitely a spectrum with conventional beliefs on one end of it and absolute chaos and nonconformity on the other. 
and we're very social creatures. And so we're constantly in what's called an influence matrix. If we look at the processes of influence, what the theory says is that the core value that I'm seeking is being known and valued by important others. My fear is that you will reject me and not value. Now, how do we navigate that? Well, we engage in self-other relations. Uh, one at the level of we try to cooperate when we share interests, and we have what's called affiliation, which is our interests share, and, and we see each other as networked together. And that's good as long as our interests overlap. If those interests start to bash up against one another, then you separate interests and you feel hostility. So affiliation and hostility are two major factors in navigating influence, and it can actually be seen amongst pretty much everybody. Yes, even you, listener. Although you might think you're not prejudiced, have you ever found yourself acting especially hostile to those with different morals or political views than yourself? This natural bias has been a part of history for many centuries, and it's been a direct factor of hostility towards more unusual people. Going back to the influence part though, another huge factor is the basic human need for attention and validation from others. You're faced then with a very, very important dilemma. What I see happening when it doesn't go so well is people split. They break off, they try to conform, then they're like, screw it. And then they're like, no, I don't care. And now I'm gonna just be all off and cut off big parts of oneself. Well, you can cut off big parts of yourself for a little while, but those things are then once they get malnervous, they get a hunger, a hunger for connection and sense of jealousy. Oh my gosh, look at what, now other people don't pay attention to me because I split off, right? Exactly. And that's definitely the more harmful path to take, but I do understand how difficult it is to have that split. And I think a lot of people my age would agree. I mean, nature plans this for adolescents. Adolescents wake up and there's one day, mom and dad, you just make up BS rules and I don't want to listen to this anymore. Well, that's an individuation formation, right? Where it's like you used to think of mom and dad as almost godlike in terms of their knowledge and their truth. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you push yourself away. And that's almost certainly a good developmental trajectory to explore. Agreed. I might be a little biased on this, but I genuinely do believe that there's more to teenage angst than the stereotypical yelling at your parents or punching a wall. Actually, to the contrary, I think that adolescence is a really vulnerable time for a lot of people because it's a transitional period between knowing and trusting everything that you were brought up with versus developing your own beliefs and passions which might be so unique that you find yourself outcast by others. That's really the fundamental key, is to recognize that you're very complicated. And if you do decide to go a route, it's possible to go that route without necessarily trying to quash or split off or deny the fact that you have other feelings. Although that is a very natural tendency for people to do. And it can be helpful in the short term because it can energize you, but so often I see people sort of fractured and having multiple parts of themselves that they can't integrate and then feeling unnourished or not whole. And, and then what is tough to be is both an oddball who's not happy with yourself and is isolated and alone and then separated and then discouraged as to how you took this path. And then, you, then you're bitter about both self and everyone else. And then you come see me. <laughs> so to tie together what Dr. Henriquez has been saying, such unique people often fall into a split, chasing hardcore individuality and the primal desire for validation from others in their community. As long as they're able to find a healthy balance, they can flourish within their communities while still staying true to themselves. 
Oddballs are deviant, yet genuinely incredible people. And being one isn't just confined to people who dress differently or have an unusual hobby. Anyone who's courageous enough to step outside of the norm to chase their own passions and beliefs can be considered a peculiar person. I'm Ruya Yaman, and this has been Oddballs for Scott Center News.